Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. I've already talked before how my my dad lived in Happy Jack, Arizona which is just south of Flagstaff, about an hour south. So it wasn't much of a hop, skip, and a jump to go drive up to Flagstaff and check out some of the areas up there. But, you know, it's, it's also a college town. So it has all the amenities of a college town, which means it's probably cool and hip. And, you know, you can get a vegan, gluten-free, double white, you know, stuffed, double pumped, whatever, um, non-binary mocha there, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's not talk about Starbucks. The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matt's from Medical Cook here, and welcome to episode 166 of The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Corey and Jesse are done with Panama Beach and are heading to Flagstaff, Arizona for the Overland Expo West, where they will be meeting up with me and ARS Mike for the $20,000 Ultimate Rocklander giveaway, Saturday morning, May 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific. Don't miss the show. We talk Jeep Jam and how it may be the new Jeep Beach, Overland Expo, Modern Jeeper Adventures, Ultra Force Stampede, and how I was inspired by a single man carrying a powerful sign at an ugly march. Remember, each episode is preserved in video and posted at youtube.com slash modernjeeper. Check it out and hit that subscribe button. And by the way, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. As always, we're extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. So, sit back, relax with the cold one, and enjoy episode 166 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, it's another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matson from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, Rockstar Jeep girl, Jesse. Hi. Hi. Boy, I... See, <laughs> I've got lots of energy, even though I didn't sleep last night. I think I got like two hours, go to sleep at 4 a.m., wake up at 6. All right, or lay in bed at 4 a.m., lay there for 25 minutes thinking about the things I need to do today, and then wake up at 6. And Have then, you done you, a sleep study at all yet? Yeah, I did actually do a sleep study. Yeah, And yes, yeah, so I have sleep apnea and all kinds of other fun stuff. It didn't matter. I didn't make any changes. <laughs> um, but you guys, like, just, like, got off the road. So yeah, we're um we are in Tucumcari, New Mexico. Uh, uh, what Tuc what Tucum what? Tucumcari. Tucum Tucumcari. So okay, so you got to think. What was it like when the, somebody was decided they're going to name the town? It's like somebody's last name. Yeah, my name is my name is Roberto Tucumcari. This is my town. 
I mean, like, what what was what was the naming of the town like? What was the history of it? Took them oh, Yeah, I, I ain't giving you any of that today. I, have, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was in Indian. This is all uh, Indian territory. Ah, yeah, there you right? go. Um, as is most of New Mexico. Uh, but yeah, we're kind of we're we. I think we've we've had just about everything um, in the last three days of driving. We've had downpours in Mississippi. It's 98 degrees here, and the wind, as you just may have noticed, the wind is blowing uh, some gusts about 20, 30 miles an hour. Um, it's extremely hot though in the sun. But we've had we've had a little bit of just about. Every type of weather, I think we haven't had snow, but um, it's been an interesting, well, we've been on the road now for, I think, 28 days, something like that. Wow, 28 days. And speaking of which, you're just heading back from a Florida Jeep Jam. How was it? Florida Jam. You know what? Uh, and, and again, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the coordinator there. Jamie does such an awesome job. And again, it's and I think I talked about a little bit about this last week. Oh, and we're still recovering from whatever, whatever sinus, colds, weird cough thing. Anyway, um, COVID twenty two. COVID twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when when we pull into an event, and I've, I've I've we've talked about this so many times. When the coordinator kind of already knows what to expect from the metal folk CTI trailer and what we need, and of course we're. We're a lot different than most vendors, but when they have an area set up specifically for us and then we show up and we have a little discussion and we change it all pretty much on the fly, um, <laughs> they, they're, it's, it's so nice and so accommodating and they're like, nope, you're right. Like we, you know, traffic, why is traffic flow? It'll be better. And then, you know, we get set up and we go to the kickoff party and he's like, yeah, when you guys get there, you know, it's going to say the lot is full there's a line of like 200 people waiting to get in this place. He's like, yeah, yeah, just we'll watch for you. They, they move the barriers. We pull up to the very front of the line, park the, park the LJ right in front of the door and blow past the line and walk in. I mean, he's taking care of the vendors so that the show is, is a good time for everybody. And I think that it, as it starts to attract more vendors, that show just continues to grow. I know that preliminary numbers last year, they sold around 1700 pre-registered this year. They were over 2000 pre-registered. And then that means in his, in his uh, math, and we don't have exact numbers yet. He's thinking we had around 42 to 4,300 people uh, inside the venue. Mm. And then that also isn't including the wristbands. So they sell wristbands at the gate they ran out after 400. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so, think so. I was positing that there was a possibility that it was becoming the new Jeep Beach, that it was going to be yeah. the new. Is that, is that how you felt? You know, for us, um, and of course, uh, we've talked about this before in the past, sometimes the big events, the big venues, um, we, we get lost. The, ven the vendors get lost and the show becomes so large that it's hard to really, you know, spend any quality time. We're, we're banging people in and off the CTI trailer and we're talking to people in such a hurry that sometimes a show that's smaller. And I got to tell you, Panama City Beach 
those everywhere we went, folks were so welcoming. They're doing a lot of construction in that town, of course, because of the the, the hurricanes and the storms they've had over the number last few years. Um, so there, a lot of it is under construction, but it was super, super nice. I mean, in my opinion, the beach is nicer. Can you drive up and down the beach? No, but that's okay. You can still go to the beach. Um, and they do have a couple of their events that are on the beach and whatnot. That's special. They let you on the beach for this event. Um, but yeah. Panama but- City is more homey. The people are welcoming. They're nice. They're courteous. They love to have us coming. The beaches are pristine. The sand's nice. The water's nice. Everything they- about so they, they appreciate they appreciate the people they appreciate the tourists they appreciate the revenue being generated. Daytona is 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 a very okay. touristy location and yeah. again yeah. G Beach that that event has grown so large and and I get it I, I still think there's there's a reason that people will always go to G Beach just because it is such a huge event but I think that there's also another group that is like man dealing with trying to go to a restaurant waiting three hours to get in. Um, that's that's not what they want to be there for. So all of a sudden, Panama becomes the event where, you know, the, the obstacle course is a little bit smaller. The vendor area, it's a little bit smaller. But I think there's just as many attractions. You may yeah. have to drive a little ways to, to go find certain things, but it's a neat area. I mean, it's very tourist-driven. It's just it's not nicer. as busy as Daytona yeah, is. a lot nicer. Right, right. Interesting. So you had a good time, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we did got we got rained out on Friday afternoon. Had this little weird thunderstorm show up about three o'clock, and and you know, it's it's pretty interesting when it's eighty five degrees and pouring down rain. It, it creates kind of an interesting mad rush for people because everybody was, of course, had their tops off and doors off, and so you see this mad dash of people running across this field trying to to cover their rigs up in the thunderstorm and mm-hmm. and then you know an hour and a half later it's it's gone and done but no, it, awesome. was, it was a good event and um again shout out we'll have we'll have some more information as as jamie gets uh, the real numbers to us um as far as turnout and whatnot but i think the vendors did good i think that it was a good show i i we really enjoyed that show we had our buddy philip thorpe come down who a lot of our listeners may know from from the uh, the, the forum and uh, some of the newsletters and whatnot. So uh, Philip and his girlfriend came down and helped us out, and uh, very very welcomed and appreciated. Oh, Philip's got a girlfriend now, huh? I've been keeping up in his love life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice He's trouble. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last time I think it was last time it was on the on the pod. It was about you know being divorced and blah, 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 moving on with life. And now it's, now he's got a girlfriend. Good. Good enough. Yeah. He's, he's been working a lot and, you know, missing out on some of the off-road stuff. And, and, uh, I think he's going to make it out to our San Juan adventure though, in Colorado, uh, here in a couple months. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's fun. So we're, we're coming across I-40. We're headed towards Flagstaff, uh, for the uh, Overland Expo West. And we're already seeing people on the road from other states heading to this overland expo and i think that uh you know this is going to be all of our first overland show i have a feeling we may be shocked mm. i'm excited 
see all the new cool stuff because yeah. what we saw coming down the highway, I thought was it's pretty pretty impressive. Pretty so. neat, pretty neat stuff. That's and awesome. me getting my Jeep hopefully by the end of the month. You know, I'm looking to outfit it for overlanding for our trip. So nice, nice. So anything more? Any more about the Jeep? Like, is it all just scheduled, ready to go, or what? I don't know yet. They haven't still haven't called me. So, and it's interesting. We every time we drive by a dealership, we look. We have not seen a high velocity sitting on any lot anywhere. Wow. Wow. So, We've been a lot of places in the last four years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've not seen it one yet. Yeah, I mean, that would be a thing for your, for, for the uh, CTI trailer now is like, as you're going around the country, is getting a sticker for every Jeep dealership you drive by. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I think... Um, <laughs> also funny too, screw the line x we're just covering the thing in jeep stickers right we're just going to cover it up we um we've also um it, it's kind of been interesting to me to every time we go by a dealership some dealer you know in colorado a lot of the dealerships have very few vehicles on the lot it's weird in some states some of these dealerships they're packed now i don't know if some of these dealerships are a a holding or a shipping to spot and then they distribute them to other dealerships but it's been really odd that we don't see a whole lot of cars and then some of these dealerships they look like they're full like nothing there's no shortage at all right well that is very interesting because you can see that as well like you go in the in the rv market and the boat market yeah. i'm sure going the same thing you saw some places where they were sparse and others where it's like that's loaded up and that's the, as a as a key economic indicator um, one of the key, best key key economic indicators is seeing how many boats are sitting in a lot, how many RVs are sitting in a lot. Because yep. last year there were none, and now they. So, have to... I have an interesting um, an interesting addition to what you just said there. So, in Grand Junction, Colorado, there is a large um, a large train depot that used to uh, it holds a, like a couple of hundred uh, uh, locomotive engines. Mm, so wow. all of the, the BNSF and all the, all of those engines up until, so they, they've been that, that, that yard has been full for the last, Oh gosh, sitting just for, sitting for two years. Locomotive sitting. And somebody had told me that when the economy starts to come back, all of those locomotives will be gone. Well, it's kind of interesting. A couple of weeks before when we left, um, a few weeks ago, um, that lot only had maybe three or four engines in it out of probably 200. So it's kind wow. of interesting. Yeah. I huh. mean, so those those engines, of course, get spread out through the, com- the country. Right. Um, we saw massive oh amounts of, of containers. Uh, containers on trains in Texas. Wow. Texas. Miles of train. Mile long with double stack containers on them. Yeah. Trying to get stuff shipped across the country. Yep. Maybe there's some baby formula in one of those. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, of course, those are all just going to the border. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Don't even get political or anything right now. We might need to have a, a upcoming, just a political show. And then you and I. Yeah, that's right. We're just going to have – that's it. Guys, one of the upcoming episodes of Modern Jeeper is going to be called The Political Show, and we're just going to rant, <laughs> rant, rant, rant. Probably going to be two hours of ranting. 
right? <coughs> Backlash on us. Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody yeah. has their own opinion. We're recording this on Tuesday, which happens to be uh, the primaries for Pennsylvania is one of them on t- today. Oh. Yeah. Let's see who ends up in the uh, getting that because Dr. Oz is one of the candidates. Oh, right. Oh. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. He's Republican too? He is. Everybody loved him until he announced he was Republican. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the left, oh, no, no, Dr. Oz, he's terrible. He wants to, he's, a, he's a racist. He wants to take away all your rights. Yep. I will say that I'm going to get really briefly political here, and it's it's going to be a very touchy subject, but it's only because I was inspired by this man. There was a pro-life, or excuse me, a pro-choice rally. Um, it was in D.C., right? And, and it's, it's great. You know, everybody's allowed to rally and go out and do things. You do it peacefully, it's fine. There was a gentleman who was out there, African-American man, wearing a big orange vest with Jesus saves, and he's holding the sign, Jesus saves, right? And you, it's like the type of guy you might see on the street corner over the over the overpasses, over the freeway, right? There's there's one guy out here that does John 316, and he, he dances above the freeway overpasses all day, right? And waves at all the cars going by. So this guy had the sign, Jesus saves. And what he's yelling at everybody is, 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 I love you. I love you. I'm so glad your, your mama didn't abort you. Right. And he's just yelling that to all these people and which is, it's fine. He's just doing that, but anybody can get out there and do that. But then the vitriol started against him. Like he, he moved along with the migration and he's ended up being out in front of the, the Supreme court and the amount of nasty, nasty, nasty stuff that was being yelled at his face things I cannot repeat on a family show like the modern Jeeper show was insane. Right. And this is from multiple sources of multiple people. And I, and I'm, I'm not getting into what was said or wasn't said. What I was getting into is, is this, the, the disposition, disposition of this one man who continued to smile and continue to say it, tell everybody he loved them, who continued to, to, to just say, I love you. And there's nothing you can do about that. I love you. And I love you. And I love you. And there's nothing you can do about that. And I'm so glad your mama did abort you. And, and I love you. And I love you. And I love you. And thank you so much. And I love you. And he's just doing that. And he is, and there, the more that rhythm he was going, he started getting into the rhythm too, with his Jesus saves, Jesus saves. They're yelling, go home. He's yelling, Jesus saves. And the, the, the power of one individual to have that much impact and not be flustered by all the negative crap around us. I mean, we can only all wish to be that way. That's right. Because it doesn't even have to be in our face. It doesn't even have to be somebody five feet away from you. I mean, there's people putting signs in his face and like pointing at him and stuff. We we get flustered when we see somebody make a comment on a freaking on a social media social post. media post. We go, oh man. Right. And this guy is so I'm just I'm taking inspiration from this guy. Like it doesn't really matter what anybody else says. What matters is what how you act and how you react and how you do things with other people. Um, And that's that's my that's my inspirational statement for the day. And um, you can reach me at matsmilk.com. I'll come to (laughs) to matsmilk.com. But it just it was inspiring. Well, and that's, uh, that's such a huge thing, and I think it's super important, um, especially for now, uh, this time, it seems, you know, um, it's, you, I know that you have, you've danced around social media, you'll, you'll be in there, and you'll post something or something, and then you're, you're gone, and, and I've become more that way over the last probably two years, um, and you know what, it's, it's, it feels better 
when we start to let all these outside things influence us personally, there's, that is, that's unfortunate. And I think that, um, you know, we, um, by going to events, it always opens our eyes a little bit more as to who's out there, who the, you know, when, when we're at events, it's always kind of weird for me because everybody that's there is typically either on vacation or they're, they're, they're there to enjoy themselves. And, and, you know, the, our vendor circle, everybody is there working and it's, it's always, um, we kind of got to keep that in perspective a lot that people don't care about the drama that we went through that day, that night, how we got there, what is going on in our worlds. They want to go to the event and have a good time. And I think that's super important for people to keep in mind. And, and there's a lot of vendors out there who, you know, they maybe, uh, I don't know, they, they, they work hard and they play a little too hard sometimes. And then you see them at a show and I always kind of scratch my head and go, huh, was that the best, uh, the best thing they could have done for their company the night before was to go out and maybe play a little too hard. And now today they're, they're not have, they don't have their brightest face on in front of people who are there to really enjoy it. It's like going to an amusement park. The people that are working there are, they're all about making sure that the people who are paid to be there are having a good time. Who wants to see a, a pissed off Mickey mouse? Or No, that's, that's like going to one of those little, carnivals that show up at the middle of, of yeah. your um, supermarket parking lot or whatever yeah right? now you go you walk through there you're like yeah these bunch of people that that's that feel like this is the bottom dregs of their life they don't appreciate it anymore they don't enjoy what they're doing they don't even enjoy the interaction squidward yeah. didn't bear interaction at all yeah squidward was uh he was, he was, was a little grumpy but you know it's <laughs> it's 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 a good I, I like your your inspiration and i i think that it's um you know as Doing what we do in, in the Jeep lifestyle, I think, is so important for folks. And with everything we can do to always kind of be on top of our game and, and make sure that we're we have people that get on the trailer and some of them do not want to hear what we can help them with or anything. They want their picture taken and that's it. Some some want the help and they're there to, to learn more and stuff. And and it's always interesting to me how everybody so has their. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we you know what? <laughs> Panama is still a place where people they Don't do know not know what a sway bar, bar is, <laughs> nor why would you ever disconnect it. I mean, it came from Jeep bolted to it, so why would I want to take that apart? But why would um, I want to do that? Those are those are fun conversations for sure. That's awesome. Well, one of the reasons we're all going to Overland Expo West, and we talked about it in our last episode, which was all about the twenty thousand dollar Ultimate Rocklander twenty k giveaway. Um, is this giveaway that we're going to be announcing. And, um, and we're going to be doing it out of our friends, most likely, assuming all tech works, out of the uh, DMOS Collective booth, which is the DMOS Pro Shovel Company. I've got a couple on my rig. You've got one, right? Yep, yeah. Got yeah. And, uh, and part of that, though, we've got a full line of people we're going to be talking to. And we're going to do the giveaway, which, which by the way, deadline, you're going to most of you guys will listen to this episode on Thursday morning, and that is the 19th, and that is the deadline. So if you haven't already entered, this is the deadline. Thursday evening at midnight Pacific is the deadline to enter. It's free to enter. If you haven't entered already, you're a fool. But I don't have, no, but I never win. No, but I, no, just go and do it. We had, folks, yeah. we had some folks, um, they saw the sign. We have a... Uh, uh, I don't know what to call it, one of those tent signs that is a uh, 
uh, a stand-up yeah. sign, the metal one, out at, uh, at Florida Jeep Jam. And uh, we had a kind of a group, especially during the rain, that huddled around the, the ARS tent. And uh, I noticed they were all on their phones and taking pictures of the, of the, uh, yeah, of the, the QR code on there. So I think the QR code is on our ads too, is it not? Oh, yeah. It's on the okay. ads. It's out there. So the QR code makes it easy, but it's ultimaterocklander.com. It was even in the last video, like in, oh, right. in our video, we posted it up. So, and maybe we'll get him to do it again. Right here, right here. There you go. See, it's gonna. There's right. a QR code. Quick, take a quick, quick pause us. Take a picture. Well, I yeah. also had Jamie put us in their passport. That was nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Had to come find us, take a selfie, hashtag us, um, and 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 turn it back in and have a. Oh, stand. really? That was cool. Yeah. yeah. He's like, cool. "Do you want to be a part of it?" And usually we're not because we're so darn busy. But I was like, "You know what? We need to drive more people here." And it was because cool. they always go, well, we can't find you. So people would come out and they maybe necessarily didn't drive their Jeep over to the trailer, but they were driven to come talk to us at the table and at the tent and, and look and see what, you know, catalogs and stuff we had um, because we were in their passport. And uh, I thought it was very, very good idea that, you know, here, here again, the coordinator is trying to drive people to people's booths. And uh, what, a, what a great thing. That's awesome. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. Hey, some of our sponsors for all everybody out there that wants to know, I mean, it's, they're all listening to the site, but we have Go Mammoth. Go Mammoth has their Overland uh, tent, which happens to be two of my favorite current colors right now, uh, orange and gray. Um, and uh, Rack and Road, uh, which is a, a West, for those of you who don't know Rack and Road, they're mostly West Coast. I think they have like Salt Lake City is the farthest east they go. Uh, but they are vehicle outfitters, a retailer, and we got a couple of things coming from them. I believe we have an awning coming from them, and as well as uh, Max Tracks coming from them as a retailer. Forlo Magazine with a subscription, um, Factor Fifty Five, of course, with uh, one of their their Pro Thimbles, which is the Pro Hook. I think it's Pro Hook. Uh, modern Jeeper Adventures, of course, because you get to choose any one of the Modern Jeeper Adventures you want to go on. Um, and be a part of that. It doesn't have to be like right away. You can just choose one next year and plan yourself out. Metal Cloak, of course, which is going to be giving um, suspension systems and uh, front and rear bumpers, I believe, as well. And looking at, I think it's suspension system, front and rear bumpers. I have to look at what I committed to. I don't even remember. Um, and uh, we head to the front bumper, obviously, because we're getting a worn winch. I want to be able to do that, but we're going to do a rear bumper as well to match it all through. Raceline wheels, which, which with whatever wheels you want to get, you'll be in touch. What we do when you win is we put you in touch with the guys who are responsible for those brands, and you figure out what you need and what you want. Stinger Off-Road with their um, with their HD like camera system reverse review mirror thing. It's pretty pretty badass. Yeah, um, we uh, spent a little bit of time with them. They were actually had an installation uh, booth with Ricky at Jeepers Den, and uh, it was really cool. We actually went and had dinner with them the night before. And oh, right. nice. Yeah, good group of guys. Awesome, awesome. And then Morflate, uh, our buddy Tyler out here, It's uh, this is a inflation system. Um, and a partner steel with their stove that they got, pretty badass stove. Uh, DMOS, of course, we've already mentioned, they're part of our shovel, but they have a pro shovel with their system. Rugged radios with a 60-watt DMOS system. Nacho Off-Road Technology, which is our friend Andrew of Let's Roll Off-Road. Um, they're going to actually be out there at, uh, at Off-Road Expo, or excuse me, Overland Expo. And they got lighting from them. 
uh, Jeremy at Outlaw Adventure Tours for a trip out there if you want to join them. Adventure Rack Systems, of course, the sponsor of this overall thing with a rack system for your JK, JL, or JT. Uh, Milestar Tires with a set of whatever wheels you want. You can do the pat or tires you want. Patagonia. Um, you can do the uh, the XT. You can do the ATs. Whatever style you want to do, just give them a call. And, of course, Crawl Magazine with a, a subscription support. So just some of the sponsors we have, um, a lot of the miscellaneous stuff. And But this is all part of that Ultimate Rockland giveaway. The total value of that package is over $20,000, guys. Oh, over yeah. $20,000. Amazing. I mean, that's like a full... It's a full build yeah. in a box. Yeah. Like, right. It's right. pretty awesome. Yeah. So you got all this stuff and it'll all be there. I think in, in most cases, guys, most cases, um, everything's going to be shipped for free. There might be some vendors that will ask for you to pay for shipping, but it's a small price to pay for the amount of money you're getting, uh, the amount of stuff you're getting. So, um, but there are other rules and everybody wants to know any other rules and stuff. You go to the footer at, uh, at ultimaterockland.com where it says rules for entry and it all has all those other little miscellaneous details. Anyway, that's what we're doing. I mean, we're giving away all this stuff in one fell swoop. We might, depending on how we feel, the show itself is going to be at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. on Saturday the 21st. That's 10 a.m. Arizona time. <laughs> don't know. I don't know what. I I don't know what uh, time zone that is. So, what time is it in Arizona right now? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it is it four or is it three? I think during the summer months they go to. Because um, Arizona doesn't play the game. Not right, they don't play the game. So, right now is right. So, what time is it? Okay, so they are the same time. They're they're the same as West Coast time. So essentially, there it's three oh one p.m. But it's so West Coast time, whatever. Um, it is going to be uh, at uh, ten a.m. We go at ten a.m. We will be bright and happy and healthy because we've had some breakfast and some coffee in us or other things, and we will be um, we'll giving it away. So I think it's gonna be fun. It's we, but it's gonna be a live show, guys. Now bear with us because we'll have all our tech stuff. But man, it may be. And where are you gonna watch it live? That's a good question. I'm glad I thought of it. If it all works out well, you'll be able to watch it at. Metal Cloak Facebook, Metal Cloak Instagram, right. um, oh, Modern Jeeper Facebook, Modern Jeeper Instagram, ARS Facebook, ARS Instagram. Six possible places to catch the show. <laughs> now, if it doesn't work out, it's probably all going to be Modern Jeeper. We'll have to focus on one. But yeah, if, it all, yeah. if it all works out, we'll have it our, spread across. Our plan is to it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, I I'm hoping um, for for good Wi-Fi where we're at. Um, that'll be the key and the kicker. Or and even if we don't have good Wi-Fi, we're gonna have to have some some pretty decent cell signal. But um, that early in the morning, we should be good. I'm I'm hoping. Right. I agree. I think I'm thinking that time at early, that early in the morning, it's gonna be better. Um, you know, this thing will be open. Not as many people out. We'll be uh, somewhat uh, with fresh. it. <laughs> fresh. Um, so it's gonna be fun, but we're gonna do that just a big giveaway. And if you guys have ever watched any of ours, like the Metal Cloak Live, when we do the giveaway, it would be kind of like fun. We'll do it like that as well. I'm sure we're gonna give away other stuff too during the show. Lots of other things to talk about the show. Hopefully, we can bring in some of our partners to come in and say hi and talk a little bit about their products, depending on who's out there, and give you guys just kind of a feed feel of what this show is like and if it's worth your time to get out there and do it. I mean, this will be our first time at an Overland Expo. Um, and uh, I love Flagstaff area, so it's gonna be great to be out there. No. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that um, it's not nearly as hot or windy as it is in New Mexico today. 
but uh, I think there's supposed to be pretty good weather from what I remember. There was a fire. There was some, some a fire going around in Flagstaff, and I don't know what state that's in right now or if it's in control or not, but hopefully they've got it under control. Yeah, hopefully they do. Yeah, I mean, I love the area. You know, you got, I've already talked before how my, my dad lived in Happy Jack, Arizona, which is just south of Flagstaff, about an hour south. So it wasn't much of a hop, skip, and a jump to go drive up to Flagstaff and check out some of the areas up there. But, you know, it's, it's also a college town. So it has all the amenities of a college town, which means it's probably cool and hip. And, you know, you can get a vegan, gluten-free, double white, you know, stuffed, double pumped, whatever, um, non-binary <laughs> mocha there, I'm sure. <sighs> Let's not talk about Starbucks. <clears throat> Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, okay, so this is, this. Is, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be cool. Anyway, you're heading out there. You're going to be there. Um, you're. Uh, we're, we, our, our plan is to get there tomorrow night. And again, we kind of planned this trip back across as a, as a big push to get there, just in case we were to have, you know, we're still, we're pulling the, the trailer and, and have the truck. And in case something were to go wrong, I wanted to give us some time to, to get across, but uh, you know, a shout out to, again, to, to one of our sponsors, um, Milestar. The new XTs that are on the truck are wearing phenomenally well than uh, the, the set's previous set was. And these are the new, these are the new ones with the snowflake rating. And, uh, <laughs> snowflake. I want the snowflake. Can I have the snowflake tires, please? Give us the snowflake. The snowflakes. And, uh, and, and, and a shout out to, again, Raceline Wheels and, and Milestar. You know, we run the Steel Pros on the CTI trailer. And uh, that, that, that is a very heavy trailer. And then you throw a Jeep on there and you pull it back and forth across not the best roads in the country. In, in extreme heat, uh, the tires are holding up phenomenally well this time. And, you know, a lot of the folks that were following us last year knew that we had some issues losing some some wheels and tires and breaking some wheel studs and that kind of thing. Everything's replaced. Everything's new now. And uh, everything's working out really, really well. Max tie downs holding this whole thing together as we go down the road. So yeah, just kudos to all those guys for helping keep us on the road and keep us safe. You know, it's, I always can get concerned when it's, it starts to get to about a hundred degrees outside because, you know, tires on the truck pulling something and trailer tires get extremely hot when the asphalt's, you know, 140, 150 degrees. So everything's holding up fine. And, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to getting out to Flagstaff. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's going to be a great time. Good chance to see you guys again. Um, and so now after Flagstaff, which actually, let's. What day is it? Yeah. Right yeah, after like, Flagstaff. After Flagstaff is, is, is well, you guys Moab. are immediately to go back to Moab. Modern Jeeper Adventures, Moab. Modern Jeeper Adventures, Moab. So are you, are you, are you able to run home first and then come out? Got that, yeah. yeah. Got to go home and switch. switch shower. Switch, shower once. And then probably, uh, well, we've got to pick up another Jeep. So she'll take, uh, Jesse's going to take uh, Rockstar out there, the JK as well. So we'll reload, get to Moab, um, have the Modern Jeeper Adventure, which is, Gosh, we've got a, a fair amount of participants, and um, we're looking super forward to going to Moab and Wheeling, where there's not, you know, 80 people in a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah, registration's been good. I mean, you got a good registration block for it. We got good registration going through for uh, Tillamook right now. Yeah. Good registration going through San Juan's of Colorado. 
you know, um, all the live events. So uh, it's been good. I've been watching those trickle in. I'm like, that's awesome. It's awesome. There's some good people, new people too. Yeah, good good groups of, of people with um, similar similar lifestyles, I guess is the best way to put it. But yeah, so we finished um, Moab and we turn around. We've got a couple of CTI events in Oklahoma and then a, a, an event in Kansas um, for it's is, is Jeeparama. It's Jeeparama. Jeeparama. So we're going to kind of make a little circle and, and take care of some CTI folks and and Jeeparama, which is an event put on four by um, four land, four by four land. And so, and I'm sure we'll see a couple of the other folks out there as well. And then we get to come home for like two weeks, I think, before uh, Tillamook. <laughs> right, right, Tillamook. You know, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Overland Expo. So, you know, free shirt. So we did a we did a shirt for Overland Expo West. This is unique because it's it was right. just a small run. It's only a hundred, not like the five hundred we gave away at at, uh, at EJS. But this is the shirt, guys. So it has the, you can see there, it has the uh, Rocklander Adventure Club badge nice. on the front. And then it's a combination shirt with our friends at DMOS. So nice. with our friends at DMOS. So it's, you can see there, it has Modern Jeeper Show, Overland Expo West, ARS, DMOS. And then, of course, some graphics you guys are familiar with on our giveaway shirts. So, it's, of course, it's our super soft. This is the charcoal colored super soft district. DM one thirty shirt, yes. Very. I, we do like they do on this. <laughs> you know, I will. I will say that for Florida Jeep Jam, this was the first time going to an event where people were like, "So, do you have any of the Jeep Beach shirts left? You didn't bring me one, did you?" Like, it was a, <laughs> yeah, the shirts are becoming a, a thing. So, uh, if you want to get one, though, you have to go to the event that we give them away at. That's right. That's right. And then, of course, there are shirts for the attendees. Like whenever you attend a modern Jeeper adventure, we right. do a limited run of shirts just for the attendees. You will only have that. You're the one. You went to the concert. You were there. You could be seen. You had the shirt. <laughs> so, um, well, that'd be cool. So you're going, man, just a cr crazy whirlwind. I mean, my, my schedule is like phenomenally crazy. Like I, I, I get up. I get the kids up. I come to work. I, I get home. I put the kids to bed. Then right. I get up. Uh, sometime yep. at some point around there i go to sleep i'm not sure when but but that's that's my craziness you guys are just like boom 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 yeah but you you left out a whole bunch of detail there in uh simplifying your your Gosh, day. So it's just the when are you guys heading when are you guys heading down to flagstaff so we'll we'll leave around so it was kind of funny we just had this discussion because in my household if i if i get out of the house before seven then it's an easy departure kids wake up at seven to go to school so if i am there past seven i of course take responsibility and try to help everybody get ready and stuff so it's like you got to be there right before seven i'll head out we'll head out around seven we'll go so michael actually take my truck home because it'll be easier for him to take it home get himself loaded in and come by and swing by and pick me up and then so we're driving the gladiator guys all the way out as is set you know set to go so and the great thing about it is we've got those new Patagonias on there, right? I mean, yep. everybody everybody knows the Patagonians are they're, they're great tires, but the previous model with the previous compound just didn't like long road trips. Yeah, these are road twos. They, yes, right. And these have, these have already been to Moab and back from Northern California all the way out to Moab and back. So they've already been there. 
and you can barely tell that they've had that those many miles on it again. And now we're driving them all the way down. It's about a ten-hour drive for us. Uh, we'll get down. We'll we'll probably head down the ninety-nine. If anybody wants to wave at us as we're going by, you know, and then cut over and and hit into Flagstaff. So it's about a ten-hour drive. But we'll. I told them I don't want to rush it. Like first off, it'll be the two of us inside the Gladiator, you know, and yeah. the two of you inside the Gladiator together is one thing. Two big guys like Mike and I and the Gladiator next to each other, you know, we need some space. So we'll yeah. probably stop, stretch, have a real lunch. So we'll take our time. Uh, but we will probably see you guys sometime around, you know, sometime late afternoon. Cool, cool, cool. You know, I was just thinking about it, and I don't know why this came into my mind, but um, I, I wonder how many of our listeners out there actually pay attention to GVWR. How much stuff can you put in that JL or that JT? And I, I don't know why my brain just went here and I uh, <laughs> You guys going out there in the JT, and I was thinking about seeing trucks today on the highway, and there was actually a recent post that came up, and it, it was in regards to uh, a guy with a, a putting a camper on the back of his Gladiator. You know, when Jesse and I went to Tillamook last year, there's a little scale outside of Tillamook, a little roadside scale that you right. can pull through. And with just the two of us, and we were loaded pretty pretty heavy i mean we had a lot of stuff because we were going to be gone for a couple weeks but the gladiator was 6750 now that's 500 pounds let me think yeah 60 because 6250 is gvwr on a jt rubicon Hmm, okay we were 6750 we were 500 pounds overweight with some stuff Right. I'm always really anal about that. I, I, I really try to keep our weights down. And, and I'm wondering, as the Overlander thing has grown in popularity and we see a lot of posts where guys are just, you know, their, their Jeep is squatting. You know, they, they're even they're running our suspension and they put enough weight in the back that it's it's sinking the back end. So what do they do to fix it? Well, they either go and they buy somebody else's really heavy spring or they they put a spacer in there to level it out. Well, guys, or airbags. Now, that's not how this works. And I understand that everybody wants to be level, but it is so unsafe to be that overloaded because all of those things come into play. And it's not only hard wear and tear on the on the Jeep itself, but brakes. When you go to stop that much weight, you're going to run mm. through an intersection. When people break things like axles and stuff like that, people talk about ball joints going bad and think, well, guess what? Bigger tires, uh, more weight, more stress, more loads. I'm just, I'm wondering, and I'd, I'd, it'd be good to have some feedback if, if people are like, yeah, but I know what I'm doing and I'm safe and, and uh, I don't <laughs> drive. Uh, so it's okay for me to, to carry that kind of weight. I'm just kind of, I'm wondering, you know, I mean, I'm really anal about it and it really bugs me to know that I'm overloaded and overweight and I keep trying to, to lighten things up or take less stuff, but sometimes we just can't. So anyway, I don't know. If you have a rack, if you have a camper, and, and you put all your stuff in there, I'm curious, do you know what your Jeep weighs? That's a great question, because I think most people don't. And most people don't know that it's easy, actually, to get that weight, right? It is. It is. There's it's, a lot of places across the country where it has it, it's a weigh station, right? And it's okay to pull up to it. You know, we're not talking about one of the ones in California where there's 20 trucks in line, and they're all right. driving through, and there's multiple sensors, and there's... 
you know, indicators and big things and CHP all over the place waiting for you to go through. Don't don't take your vehicle in there. But there's these other small ones around the place that are all just little weights. And you just pull up there and sit there and gives you your weight and you drive off. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, I, I had no idea that we were going to be that heavy. And it it's amazing at how quick you get there, especially with a full tank of fuel. You throw in your luggage and then all of a sudden, oh, your camping gear. And I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that, you know, bag of cast iron cookware with us because I like it. And, and I just I'm, I'm curious. I, I want what are people, you know, we used to make fun of kind of these these high end overlanders because everything was titanium and super lightweight, like a backpacker, like a very ultra lighters, ultra lighters. Yes. And you know what? They, they had some really good points, And there were some reasons behind that, too. Well, it's like replacing, you know, oh, your plastic fenders with steel fenders or with aluminum. Which one are you going to do, right? And start right. getting aluminum choices. And that's a that was one of those things we talk about aluminum. Well, you know, it's interesting because there's still that debate about skid plates. There's a couple of companies that make aluminum skid plates still, and and I'm not a fan of them because I know they just do not protect the way they do. But I'll counter that by saying, you know, the one thing about steel is when you put that much steel in your underbelly, you're actually helping your rig's center of gravity. You're lowering the center of gravity. When you put all that weight in the back of your rig or even on top of your rig, you are changing the center of gravity of it, right? You start putting a big rooftop tent, you've now changed the center of gravity. You've made, right. made the center of gravity higher, and you don't want the center of gravity higher, especially when you're trying to be a rock lander. But put the skid plates on underneath as an instantaneous cure for that to counterweight that with putting 250 pounds underneath your rig and lowering that center of gravity because that's where you want it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how many people we see still running spare tires up on top of their, their cabs and on top of their roofs and things. And not only is it really is that hard where I'm supposed to wear it? Is that where I'm supposed to carry it? Yeah. <laughs> that- oh, I think that's best. Or everybody drives like race car drivers with it loaded down too and wonder why their transmission is going out. Speaking of which, did you see the video of uh, Vaughn getting Jr. and uh, Casey Curry doing some drifting? I, I want there. There's a race car driver Jeep. Damn, I don't know how they built that thing. That was a that was badass. Yeah, you have to throw a link to that in uh, in the show notes. Absolutely, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. The two of those guys, because I was out. So so by the way, you may not have heard about it. You may not even know it happened because many many people, it turns out, didn't. But this last Saturday out here was the return of the Ultra Force Stampede. Notice I didn't say the Metal Cloak Stampede because, no, we did not sponsor this one. We are sponsoring the Metal Cloak Shootout, which was the previous race out at Prairie City, which might as well have been the Stampede for the attendance that it was at. It was a phenomenal attendance, great racing, absolutely great. Only difference was it didn't have all the big boys. I mean, it had the guys that mattered. It had the Gomez brothers and, and some of our other local favorites, but it didn't have all the uh, the big racers, the Campbells, the Lauren Healy's of the world. So Stampede, however, did. So Stampede was coming back, and it's under the new ownership that we all learned about, right? Got to see JT Taylor, awesome dude. We'll get him on the podcast here. Um, and pretty impressive group, though. I mean, the stuff that they brought out and what they set up, down below where we usually had Metal Cloak set up for the Stampede and where uh, Rugged Radios is, they had a full big, uh, their merch tent was covered with a big canopy and a bunch of tables for like a, a lounge where you could actually sit down and eat and that sort of thing. And they had a, they had a big um, stanchion set up with a giant screen. So they were already like live streaming right there to, um, to the audience down below, as well as what they were doing online. Right. So they had all that set up in the tower and everything. 
So pretty impressive group. However, it turns out, no, not a lot of people did hear about it because the attendance, oh. by all reports, the attendance was 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 mostly racers and their families, um, not so much the, the the daily attendees, which is too bad. Um, I'm hoping that it catches on again. But, you know, if Metal Close name is not associated with something, then maybe it just doesn't happen the same way. Well, I was surprised. I was surprised that even uh, on social media that there just wasn't the, the presence. Wasn't the presence. I mean, you, there was a couple of things here and there, but uh, it wasn't uh, that well, typical was Ultra Lauren. 4 race. Yeah. Well, Lauren's post. Yeah. Well, Lauren. So, Lauren, I'm walking through the pits with my son on Friday. I, I couldn't be out there Saturday because Joshua had a birthday on Saturday, but I was with Jack and walking through the pits. And I look over and said, something's not quite right. And I walk closer and closer. And sure enough, it's Lauren's Ford Bronco thingy that he had, drives, right? Under a 10 by 10 canopy next to a common white race trailer with being pulled by a pickup truck. Like, the Von Gitten setup, the fun haver setup, the whole big rig wasn't there, right? Of course, that's because it was out drifting, doing the drift the competition. But Laura was like, you know, I need to come out and support this. So being who he is, you know, being all about the support and the support itself, he, uh, you know, threw the rig back in the back of a trailer and just drove along, you know, cross country in a regular old trailer. And, and uh yeah, and so and he had a he had a great time. There's some great video of him yeah. jump. There's the one you see the one with the drone is like following him, and it's like holy crap! How tall, how high of a jump was that? It feels like he's flying. Yeah. Right. Like, that was just awesome. But he and apparently he ended up winning. Yeah. So yes. that was that was pretty awesome for him to come out. But uh, Jordan Pellegrino was out there. Man, when you look at that, and I didn't get a chance to look at his rig before up close, but you look at that rig, it's it's very different. Like the yeah, body totally paneling and everything on it is very different. He went for a totally different look, and that's pretty cool. For sure. Looks of like course, a bit. what's that? Looks like what? A stock car. Like a stock car. Right, right. Well, you know, Lauren talked about that a little bit too. He talked about the the um, interesting value of Ford racing coming out, meaning that there's a lot of Toyota. Uh, others are like all now looking at this sport. And saying, "Huh, maybe we should have a factory race team out there too." Right. And, which, how huge is that going to be if factory racing starts dumping money into this? Well, and it's—I I think it's—I mean, I don't know. I—it's I, hard for me to compute that, knowing what fuel is right now and everything else. I'm like, mm. yeah. So everybody's hurting except for the manufacturers making cars. That's all. It's all marketing budget. Right. Well, well, according to Elon Musk, the only thing that car companies actually do is they assemble parts and 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 uh, and, and market them. Uh, you know, other companies do all the selling. Other right. companies do all the manufacturing. A lot of the other companies do all the innovation. A lot of the other companies do all the all the software. A lot of you know other everybody else has done everything else. Other car company does is take all those pieces, assemble them together, uh, pay really high labor wages to people because you know in some cases the unions demand it, even though. They're worth it. You guys are all worth it. Love you. Right. Um, and and then that all goes out to you know. Then they then they get sold and they make their money. So it's a real interesting it is. operation that they run. But it's a but yeah, I mean, it's marketing money. You know, they they think it pulls it in, so might as well. But if you think about the amount of money spent on say Formula One, right, yeah. where I don't see it all the value of the, the there's no ROI on that. There's no ROI in spending $20 million a year 
on in Formula One racing yeah. when you're Mercedes, really. Is that that gonna make you buy another Mercedes? Yeah, there's there's that's a whole nother level of society though. Like yeah. that's a whole other society for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's competition between manufacturers. <laughs> well, it's Ford versus Ferrari. Right. Right. Ford versus Ferrari. It's um or if you're a brand like Red Bull that doesn't isn't a manufacturer at all, and it's just a matter of just like we're just getting our, our our brand out there. I mean, that's the dream, right? Have let's have a brand like Red Bull that you have so much money, you can spend on all these stupid and fun and exciting and experimental uh, races. Have you seen some of the stuff they're doing out there with these like snowboarders and stuff on these all preformed built tracks? It's freaking crazy. Well, you know, it turns out that a can of Red Bull actually doesn't cost them $2.99. Right? Weird. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that, uh, like, it, they're manufactured pretty much the same way that, say, like, uh, w, you know, WD-40, I understand, has, like, maybe it's a little bit different now, but at some point they had, like, 12 employees. But the entire, oh. like, like the some small number like that. It's probably ridiculously wrong, but it's a small number compared to the amount of business they do. Because the manufacturing facility is just all automated. Well, you'd think they'd have like 40. <laughs> at least, right? I mean, yeah. At least, at least 40. Okay, they have to have at least 40 employees. If you don't, you're, you're wrong. All right. <laughs> We're at 39, Dan. <laughs> all right. Well, we know when we start going off in tangents that have absolutely nothing to do with Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers that we're, uh, we're just yeah. having fun. So um, to not to have fun with your guys uh, without your expense. Remember, guys, yes, so this this Saturday, Saturday, 10 o'clock. If you miss it, that's fine. If you happen to be one of the entrants and you're trying to find out if you're a winner, you're only going to have 24 hours to get back to us. And we're not reaching out to you and saying, hey, congratulations. It's like it's the show, man. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's the, you you watch the show. Yeah, pay attention. And uh, And it's like you got 24 hours to reach back to us. And I'm sorry, we're not going to pick a second one. No. No, because it because I want it all. Right. Or, or wait, isn't it supposed to go on Jesse's new rig? Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, yeah, so make sure that uh, if you're if you're entered, just pay attention. Be aware. You guys have there, – there's going to be, like like Matt was saying, there's going to be a whole bunch of channels where we're going to share this out on. So um, we'll do our best to make sure that um, – you have every opportunity within that 24 hours to contact us. I mean, we will post it on social media. Oh yeah. We'll post it out that this is the winner, but you know, we're not going to be like, and the winner is Bob Jones. Shh, don't tell anybody. That's it. Right. We're not going to be super secret about it, but we will let everybody know and we'll put it out there, but we're just not going to be like, hi, hi, my name is Matt. Is Bob Jones home? See, I used to, okay. So I used to do that as a financial planner. Yeah, hi, is Bob Jones home? I'd like to call it Bob Jones. Congratulations, you won the free financial plan that you um you, know, you signed up for at the home on home expo. Yeah, which I called 500 people that day and told them, hey, congratulations, you won the free financial plan. Can we set up a time to meet? I thought it was the whole do you have Prince Albert in a can? <laughs> or maybe it's hey, excuse me, is your refrigerator running? You mm-hmm. should probably catch it. Yeah, can you catch it? Thanks. All right, say, we, we would we would never make it as sign as as Simpson writers. I will say that this drive across the last uh, I don't know bazillion states we just did. I get a phone call 
uh, a spam call every time we cross state lines. Really? I don't know why. It's really odd. Because nobody's tracking you or anything. No. No. Well, I'm going to start lining my hats with aluminum foil, but nobody's tracking me. No, now, now it could be that they just are limited. They can only call you like once per state. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's in a new state. Call him again. He's in a new state. Call him again. <laughs> well, against... No, how do they know where I'm at? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I know it, they can't be tracking my credit card usage because I left one of those cards back in like Louisiana, which was really fun to go get gas the next time and go, huh? I wonder if that's that. <laughs> oh, whoops! Oops! Yeah, yeah, no, no, have some fun with that in Louisiana, there. Yeah, that's that's the first. Fun. I've never actually forgotten. Um, I think that when I paid for dinner, she just didn't bring me my card back. Hmm. And then we left. Yeah. Wow. How many dinners did you pay for that night? Yeah. Well, so far, just the one. But. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Don't do that. Keep track of your credit cards. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. So, all right. So, uh, cool, man. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. We're all looking forward to having fun. We're going to get out there. We'll see you guys uh, Thursday afternoon. Um, Hang out Friday and uh, do the show Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Make sure you set your clocks, set your reminders so you want to be there and listen to the show. And if you haven't already entered, this is Thursday morning that you're listening to this podcast, most likely. And if you're not, you missed out, Um, then you need to go over there to ultimaterocklander.com or again this qr code q gary our production guys to put it up there um and scan that qr code and just go it's free to enter why not might as well do it you know yes. might as well might as well because if you don't enter you can't win all right and i've won the lottery because i have such great friends and um and appreciate each and every one of you and for all of our great listeners out there um anything else you want to add to the show before we wrap things up well, I think we're good. We uh, we hope to uh, have a whole bunch of uh, feedback. You know, if you're watching this on the video, like it, share it, tell a friend. Mm-hmm. That's right. Smash that like button. And guess what? Spotify and Spotify and Apple Podcasts now have reviews. So Apple Podcasts is always the one where you can put out the reviews and stuff. Now Spotify has that as well. So please go over there, review us on Spotify, review us on Apple Podcasts, tell your friends about us. Let everybody know that it's the best possible show to listen to two uh, uh, guys and an awesome girl hang out, talk about Jeeps, and just talk about anything. Because half the time we do. What's that? numbers went up because of the bikini girl here that you know i'm telling you that the video views that works there's a reason why so what are you guys gonna do for me today you got to give me another you got to give me another shot <laughs> right uh, you maybe it should just be the two of you totally passed out like on the front of the truck yeah. <laughs> you could probably pull that off yes yeah i think so all right well all, right. all of yours you know how to reach me matt's at middleclock.com cory at middleclock.com uh jesse at middleclock.com ModernJeeperAdventures.com, where you can register for coming events. As Corey mentioned, smash that subscribe button if you're watching this on video. Like us, share us, tell your friends about us. We love you, and we'll love you even more if you uh, if you do things nice for us. We'll do things nice for you. That cool. being said, we'll see you on the trails. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one.